Okay. Five. Four. Three. Three. Out. Ready? Hey, there it is. <laughs> my uh, hotspot's on. Yeah, we're gonna. I might have to borrow that again. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, seis, siete, ocho, nueve, diez, once, doce, trece, catorce, quince, dieciséis, diecisiete, dieciocho, diecinueve, veinte, veinte y uno, veinte y dos, veinte y tres. Oh, you didn't get to finish. What happened? What 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 happened there, bud? It's a mystery, just like why the number twenty-three is relevant and a movie. Oh, it's perfectly relevant. We have our we have our reasons why, and uh, we're gonna get into it because this is real rotten. The uh, podcast where we rate movies twenty five percent and under on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm your one of your hosts, Stephen Ramirez. That's the other host, Nick Lyons. I'm Stephen Ramirez, and that's the other host, Nick Lyons. Hey, you're repeating what I, exactly what I said. Yep, just like this movie. Hey, that that it's, it's a common thread. A lot of repetition, a lot of a lot of continuations, a lot of significant numbers, and we're gonna get into that. Yeah, I was 23 when this movie came out. I was 23. That's um, a lie. Yep. yep. Got, got the first lie, but we, we have a special guest in studio. Uh, we've, we do. We have someone. Uh, who is 23 years old. And, and in the quarantine uh, with us. So, so we're not breaking proto uh, by yep. any stretch of the imagination. Yep. Don't uh, break protocol. We, we got the social distancing up to a, to a max. Warning uh, sign. But we have a but we have an illustrious guest with us today. Uh, this is a long time coming, a long long time anticipating. Emphasis on lust. Am I right, Stephen? Oh, brother. Um, in any case, uh, she's an expert on weird numbers. Uh, we're gonna get into that in a little bit. Uh, a little bit of num- numerologist, if you, if you ask me. It's Numerology. The, it's the one and only Shelby. Shelby's here. Hey, Shelby. How's it going? Good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Speak closer. You can speak closer to the mic. Thank you. Just turn hers up. I'll or don't just up. don't do what Alex does and just like fiddle with it. Yeah, I don't want to fiddle with talking, it the entire cause time. Because then, then your fiddlesticks again. Yeah. And we you used to be called fiddlesticks back in the day, and you're trying to get rid of that, remember? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to go to Filbert sticks. Filbert sticks. Instead Speaking of, of Kjax, he's not here, as usual. Thank the Lord uh, Not for allowed, that. not accepted. Stay out, you vector demon. Vector Demon. What is that? Kyle, on the other hand, will be here. Uh, mm, meh, mm, meh. Shrug emoji. Kyle's favorite emoji, everybody, in case you didn't uh, listen to the emoji episode, is a straight line face. Yeah. 
So that says everything we need to know about Kyle. Just draw a happy face, but erase the happy on the face and just put a straight line. That's Kyle. But what we, what we do need to know is about Shelby. Shelby, we're going to play a game called Which Would You Rather Shall Be? Uh, which gonna, whom you shall be. Which whom you shall be. We're going to name two things and you have to say which one you would rather be. All right. Let's go. Uh, first. What it do, baby? Yeah. You. Uh, yeah. Right. Uh, would you rather be an alpaca or a llama? I would rather be a llama. Why? Why? Do you have any reasoning? So I can spit on Steven at any time I would. I want. Wow, wow. Um, would you? Whom you shall be, a sea turtle or a sea cucumber? Definitely a sea turtle. Why? So I can surf the waves. Wow, big surfer, big big surf vibes. I'm getting a lot of surf vibes from from Shelby. Would you rather be Merlin or Dumbledore? Oh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore! Oh, yeah. Second question, do you know who Merlin is? No no negative points if you, if you don't. No. Okay, just kidding. There are negative points. Uh, <laughs> negative 10,000 <laughs> wow. to Shelby. Yeah. Minus 10,000 from House Merlin, who How? was a Slytherin. If I uh, remember correctly. Oh, yeah, Merlin was a was a. He's Slytherin. the only one the Slytherins can ever name as a positive Slytherin. Just so everybody knows, I know there's a lot of Slytherin slander out there, and I know there's a lot of Slytherin lovers, but uh, we need to be factual. I'm uh, I'm neutral. I'm uh, Team Ravenclaw, and uh, I'm sticking to it. Yep, the assholes of the sea. Yeah, sure. Um, last whom whom you shall be, Shelby? Would you rather be Jeremy Renner or? Or Joey Lawrence. And I know Shelby knows who Joey Lawrence is. The hottest of the Lawrences. <laughs> no, that was Matt, huh? Matthew. No, it was Joey. It was Joey. <laughs> I think Matthew was the hottest no, back I think in the day. That's a lie, and you know it, so I expect you what to What was apologize. the youngest Lawrence? Shane? Um, uh, Sean. Sean Lawrence. Was it? What Maybe. A, I don't. I'll, look I'll it go, up. I'll go to Nick's Fact um, Pants. Emporium. Nick's Fact Emporium. <laughs> And Shelby's going to vote for Mr. Lawrence. Oh, Joey Lawrence with oh, the underdog victory. Joseph Lawrence. Actually, that's a great choice because Jeremy Renner is an insane man. Yeah, but Joey Lawrence is is too. Apparently, Andrew he likes to Lawrence. sing his own songs. Andrew when, Lawrence. Andy Lawrence. Yeah, he was in that Disney Channel movie uh, where he had the... the, the he was uh, stranded. The clone. No, he, he, was, he had a clone. But the Lawrence brothers were also in the movie where they were like stranded on a desert island. Yeah, it was. I'm, I don't know the Disney Channel movie. But uh, the one yeah, I'm thinking was. of was like mime to mime or something like that. Anyway. Did they say things like, huh, I'm a mime. I'm a mime. I'm a mime. We're going to do that movie one day. We really future will. Contender. It's future It's a lost episode. Uh, we're talking about Saving Silverman, of course. But right now, let's get talking to about number 23, because I speak good English. We're doing the number 23, the movie starring Jim Curry. Jim Curry. Yeah, Jim Curry, really son. No, of, Jim Curry, Curry. Uh, I, yeah. I see what you meant. Yeah, yeah. like Perry. Yeah, yeah, because he's French and Canadian, mostly Canadian. Yep. And there's a there's two reasons. One is the Last Dance is on uh, on TV. Last it's, Dance. It's literally the only thing happening right now. It's the only thing that we can talk about. That's both uh, that covers two of Nick's loves at least. Uh, excellent documentary filmmaking, and uh, and of course uh, late '90s nostalgia. Utterly true. Uh, all, all very true. I'm in it for the numbers alone. I'm sure Shelby's in it for the numbers alone. It just started episodes uh, one and two this week, uh, uh, but at this recording. But it's going through uh, all of spring to satisfy our our sporty lusts. Hell yeah, hell yeah, brother. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, let's get into number twenty three. 
with a little taste. A little taste of the trailer. A little taste. You guys ready? Born at 11, 12 p.m. 11 plus 12. 23. My birthday, 2-3. Driver's license, social security number. It's all 23. Sif, it's imitating my life. You've concerned yourself with minutia and you've drawn wild conclusions from them. Every 23rd word on every 23rd page. I warn you, hell is waiting. The number. What does that mean? You know. Waco, Texas, and the Oklahoma City bombing both happened on April 19th. You've got to get out. It's coming for you. Four plus 19 is 23. This is not who you are. The Hiroshima bomb was dropped at 8.15. Dad! 8 plus 15 is 23. 13 years of lies! No more! Don't do this to us. So, yeah, number 23. That t- trailer was terrible. <laughs> there wasn't a lot to it. It's a lot of visuals. Uh, uh, they wanted to do a lot of visuals in this movie, even though, even though like, it's based on a I, number. It's the only thing I remember about this movie. I remember when it came out, and I remember the walls covered in writing. That's the only yeah. thing I remember. And Jim, and Jim Carrey's Carrey face. was in it. Yeah, yeah, Jim Carrey's face cover, covered in 23. Yeah, where he's like, he's like this the whole time? Yeah, like though, it's <laughs> for you video subscribers. You could totally see Nick's face, but uh, for us audio describers, it looked like all of the depressing uh, 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 scenes for Jim Carrey in Eternal Sunshine without nothing to pay off. That's the noise that face makes. All right. Well, now we did that. Uh, moving on. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about it a little bit. Let's let's get into. Uh, 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, what's that consensus? Yeah, 8% for 56 for audience, critic. which is just wild That to is me. egregious. Can't believe. Well, actually, no. 56, 23 times 2 is 46, plus 10 is 56. Uh, 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 8 plus 8. And 10 minus 6 times two. 5 minus 8. Oh, no, uh, and 10, 10 is just 2 and 3 together twice. Duh. Oh. Yeah, it makes so much sense. God damn it! Uh, I didn't look here. at the I didn't look at the audience numbers because I'm sure that added up to 23. I'm busy uh, writing on my arms. Real rotten uh, critical consensus: Jim Carrey has been sharp in a number of non-comedic roles, questionable, but this lurid, overheated, and self-serious potboiler is not one of them. Number 23 is clumsy, unengaging, and mostly confusing. Uh, it's it's mostly confusing. It's definitely unengaging. I don't know about clumsy. Do you think? Do you believe in that word? I was even. Movie? I was engaged to it at the yeah. beginning. Yeah. Uh, when it proposed, I said, "Sure, let's let's try this thing out." But then, like Ninety Day Fiance, I fell fell out of love. Excellent segue. Damn near immediately. Speaking of Ninety Day Fiance, Shelby, what do you think of uh, what do you think of the number twenty three? Do you do you agree with that critical consensus? I would agree that it was not a great movie. Was it a terrible movie though? Before we before we dive into it. Yes, I believe it was a terrible movie. <laughs> okay, all right. Was, okay, I don't know if you had some positive light to sh- to shine. Uh, it just like wasn't there was just something not there about it, but it wasn't like really bad. It was pretty watchable. It was watchable, except that it didn't really. Except at the except end, that it was kind of dumb. It was a terrible like I I was. It was just dumb more than anything. You bought me with this number twenty three and all these coincidences and getting obsessed with it, but you didn't sell me on this this whole like 
the it's the the man behind the curtain all along is the same man you've been talking to this whole time. Like, yeah. nah, nah, no, 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 no. I don't like it. I didn't like it. Um, didn't like it when I first watched this film on an airplane. I still don't like it now. <laughs> right, you watch this flame, flame on an airplane. This is a this is one of those film plane uh, adventures that uh, that I. This is a about. great uh, uh, plane movie. This is a this is great up until uh, the fact that you feel happier that you're landing rather than watching the end of this movie. Yeah, you when you were landing was like, yeah, everybody was clapping. And I, then, I, and then I, that people were just like looking at you like. They weren't applauding. You were applauding for number 23. I was actually. applauding for the ending of number 23. Yeah, like, like, Thank God fantastic, this movie. Fantastic, fantastic. Thank God this movie is over with. Um, my uh, my critic pick from uh, uh, our, our pal Claudia Puig. Oh, Claudia. She's uh, back. From the USA Today. She writes, here's our uh, homage to the film's tortured permutations of the numerals two and three. Three minus two equals one. And there is only one reason to see this movie. You have absolutely nothing better to do. I think she's taking direct shots at us. Yeah, yeah. She listened in. She okay. listened in. This was a live reaction. Wow, classic this is, Claudia. This is a tweet that I'm reading from Claudia Puig. Well, Claudia, welcome. Welcome to the Puig. enemies of the podcast yeah. list. She's Claudia's on the list. She's now an enemy of the podcast. On notice. I'm sorry, Claudia. There's nothing we can do. You're the one who talked directly to us. And Kyle will report back to us if she passed away or not. Yes. So we'll get into that. Please make sure she's alive. Uh, uh, shout out to Wunch. It's Wunch time. Yeah, Philip Wunch. Wunch time. Yeah. Uh, Nick. Do you want Wunch? Who's <laughs> <laughs> your critic, Nick? <laughs> Mine's Mick LaSalle of San Francisco Chronicle. He said, Carrie owns this movie. He's in virtually every scene, and there's no taking one's eyes from him. Wow. He gave it a positive review. Wow. Way to go, Mick LaSalle, who hates very good movies. From Mick, the Chronicle? Yeah. Mick LaSalle constantly hates on very good movies and then uh, was about this one. So yeah. I, I felt like it had to be had to be called out. He's he our really, new Ebert. He really feels like an enemy of the podcast, Mick LaSalle, just because of the way he talks about most movies. But He's, you know, we're gonna, he we're should gonna... be our new Ebert. He's our new Ebert segment. Is uh, It's time to revisit LaSalle's, if you would. Oh yeah, huh? Chico. yeah, yeah, local, yeah. local Chico, hum- shout out right here to thirty five thirty local humor, thirty five three zero. Uh, Shelby, did you happen to have a a, a critical quote? That's okay. Uh, we're gonna move on. Cut that part out, Kyle. Uh, <laughs> but we do have a new segment. Speaking of uh, Roger Ebert, because he, him, or or our good pal Richard Roper decided not to review this film. But you know who did? You can't always rope a dope. <sighs> My best friend, and we're gonna dedicate a segment to him. It's called Charity Case with Tom Charity from CNN.com. Is he alive? Uh, he doesn't work for CNN anymore. Uh, if here's here's his little uh, here's his little blurb. If the scenario is twisted enough to keep you guessing the plot, it's probably best to know on the way in that you're not going to believe it for any minute or care about any of the characters. For all its gimmicky numerology, the number twenty three just doesn't add up. Wow, fantastic read. Yeah, shut up. And now we're gonna get into. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Tom, for your CNN contribution. We love your charitable cause. I didn't even know that CNN reviewed movies, to be honest. Oh, brother, this guy stinks! You don't do your research, sir. Does CNN review movies? They used to. Is that a thing? They used to. The Cable News Network? Is that what CNN stands for? Yeah, Cable News Network. Huh. And now it's time for The Fact Corner. With Kyle. It doesn't exist. I'm Kyle, and here is the fact corner. This movie was directed by my favorite director. Okay. All right, that's <laughs> enough. This heat's getting to our brain. Uh, director of the film, uh, It's hey, it's a returning uh, a returning director, Joel Schumacher. Yeah, Schumacher. 
Batman and Robin, uh, infamous. You, you could have fooled me. He was a good director before we started researching him more. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he was in a lot may, of movies I that we've maybe, probably seen. Yeah, I thought maybe that, maybe that he was fine, but it turns out that he just he's not very good. I've never revisited a Joel Schumacher film that I enjoyed. And this was his second uh, uh, work with uh, Jim Carrey, Joel Schumacher. The first being, of course, Batman Forever. Liar, liar. No, or else that movie would have been bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, writer of the film, Fernley Phillips, who's only written Fernley. this. Who's only written this. I don't know why this person got got this movie greenlit. Are you sure that it's not a pseudonym, just like in the movie? I looked it up on on the MDIB. I didn't um, really realize that uh, Topi... What was the name of the fake author for the Alan number twenty-three? Oh, uh, uh, faulty knots or whatever. To- oh, like Toppy Secret. Yeah, Topsy yeah, yeah. Topsy, yeah. Topsy, Topsy Keats, Topsy Secrets or something. Yeah. Topsy Keats. Topsy Keats. Top Secrets. Top Secrets. Yeah. Top Secrets. Hilarious name. Hilarious. So so funny. But, a, we're gonna get into that. But the name, the name, uh, the name Fernley Phillips kind of feels like that. It's a fake name. It's probably, probably Joel Schumacher wrote probably, it and just like we're gonna make this movie. I think it's Jim be Carrey, fantastic. Jim Carrey probably wrote it. That wouldn't be that wouldn't be surprising at all. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Jim Carrey, he's the lead actor in this film. He plays Walter Sparrow, aka Fingerling, which is just a wild Fingerling. Uh, detective name. Uh, Virginia Madsen as Agatha, his wife. Uh, shout out to Agatha Christie. That's why that character name exists. Uh-huh. So there's a shout out there. Classic Lo- Fernley. Logan Lerman as the son, uh, also known as Robin Sparrow. Robin Sparrow. Like Batman and Robin Sparrow. Like, oh, like two birds. Like together. two birds. This guy's two bird guy. <laughs> well, instead of having two first names, he has two bird names. Two bird names. Big bird guy. Uh, yeah, that's uh, really, would be really your, dumb. What would be your two bird name? Hawk Eagle. Oh, yeah. I would probably be uh, Finch, uh, Finch Duck. Pe- uh, <laughs> Duckfinch, uh, Pelican Parakeet. It's uh, too sexual for this. Danny podcast. Houston, who's who is a future contender on a couple. Danny podcasts. Houston, one of my guys. One of my guys as well. He's he's, he's got a, the nastiest eyebrows of all time. Like is in like very suggestive like the always evil eyebrows. Got he, a good grimace. He's got one of those natural. You know when your eyebrows go up like this. Yeah, natural arch. Yeah, natural arch. That yeah. makes him always look sinister. He always mm-hmm. looks like a sinister man. Mm-hmm. He played uh, the uh, the doctor in the alternate world of uh, Isaac French in the real world. You had Mark Pellegrino, our guy, our guy, Mark Pellegrino, playing Kyle Flinch. He played. Uh, he played. Uh, oh, what's her name in uh, Dexter? The Dexter's girlfriend's ex boyfriend. Who's Dexter's girlfriend in, in Dexter? Sorry. Starts with an A. I thought blonde. Agatha. <laughs> God. I watched the first three seasons of Dexter. Exactly. And then I got out. Angie or something. I don't know. Uh, he was that ex-boyfriend, and then he was also Jacob and Lost. Jakob. Jakob. Uh, and then, of course, uh, uh, one of my favorite uh, Z- uh, Z-list actors, Bud Court, as Dr. Leary. <laughs> Bud Court. Bud Court, legendary actor remember from Harold Mod. Remember when people had strong names? Uh, and as we transition, uh, let's get let's get real factual here. Uh, release date. February 23rd. It's me, Kyle. <gasps> you. Oh, I get it. February 23rd, 2007. Oh, my God. Can Would they have just that? waited for any any Friday that was a 23rd? And then the, 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 the date, or the month, February 2, year 2007, 7 minus 2 minus 2 is what? 3. 7 minus 2. Oh, it's 3. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's an hour and 38 minutes. 1 plus 3 plus 8 is 12. 
plus double that is 24 minus the one from the hour is 23 again. Yeah. Uh, Taglines. First it takes hold of your mind, then it takes hold of your life. Okay. Okay. I mean, I think that's just a, um, a what do you call it? A paranoid thought? Yeah. Yeah, a paranoid, that's just a Well, that's what I, I tried to channel paranoia, paranoia when I did mine. I, I wrote, uh, remember that thing you see all the time, every day? It sticks out. Remember that thing you see all the time, every day? Yeah, us too. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I really like that yeah, one. Wouldn't you see that movie? I for sure would see that movie. It'd be first Shelby, in line. would you see that movie? <laughs> if we were drunk enough, sure. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. What's your What's your tagline? I'll, I'll come back to you. I'll think. Of, I'll give you mine. Mine is. Um, it ain't just a number. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. You got you snuck that one in. Squeeze, squeeze it on in. How about enough to drive you crazy? Enough to drive you crazy. Oh. Mm. I like that. What about two dozen minus one? (laughs) 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 I spent two dozen dollars to see this film. (laughs) And I'm the only one in this movie theater? (laughs) How many different ways to get to the number 23? I mean, Mm. that's the theme of this movie. That should be the tagline for this movie. (laughs) Like, watch us stretch 23. How many ways? Question mark. (laughs) Um, Plot keywords. This is probably the most on the money for plot keywords. Yep. Um, You have detective. You have obsession. Obsession. Murder. Murder. Flashback is the most questionable one. Flashback. And then book. Book. Yeah. Yeah, very general, very relevant uh, at the same time. All general and relevant. Uh, budget we had was $30 million. $30 million. Surprisingly gross $77 million. So well, it so it basically basically made its money. That's Jim Carrey it. was paid 23 of that 30. That's a nice trivia. We're going to get into this some, some trivia well, about 23. Yeah, yeah. well, let's, let's do that right now, I guess. Yeah, might as well keep it trivial. So the plot is apparently largely based on the philosophical writings of William S. Burroughs. Came to believe that the number 23 held mystery, mystery of the beat generation and mystical significance after encountering, encountering it during significant moments in his life. Burroughs eventually wrote the screenplay, Last Words of Dutch Schultz, uh, around the concept. Uh, he used the deathbed ramblings of mobster Dutch Schultz as a springboard for telling a story based on Schultz's life, which in his vision revolved around recurrences of the number 23. I've never read any William Burroughs. Have you? Uh, a couple, a couple things. Uh, I haven't read Naked Lunch. Naked Lunch just seems like homework. Naked Lunch is like every day now, right? Quarantine. I guess. I don't. By know. the way, this is episode four of the Isolation series. Um, uh, quarantine yourselves with numbers. And you're wondering to yourself, uh, for episode four of the Isolation series, episode eighty-three overall, why do we have Shelby on here? Yeah, I alluded to it at episode the beginning. Episode eighty-three. And speaking of trivia, we're going to get into it. Shelby, why don't you tell us about the significance of a number in your life? Thank you, Stephen. Number 83 runs in my family. Um, It started with my grandpa. He it was his football number in high school, and it just continued through his adult life. And now all of a sudden, my whole family sees that number. And it's it's random. We're not looking for the number like in this movie. We are randomly seeing it on receipts or at the deli number or, you know, on random signs. And 
that's why I'm here. Episode 83. Do you guys have a group chat where you just post pictures of 83s that you see? We do. We do. We have a family group chat that constantly goes off and it's mostly pictures and then yelling at each other about that's not the right number 83 to see. <laughs> it has to just be the number. It can't be 83, 831, or it just has to be the number. Weird. That's yeah, like and that's my, also like my family code, group yeah. chat and um, pictures of animals. Yeah. <laughs> not at all but no, uh, it's totally different similar yeah, right. but but totally different um 83 yeah. what's the weirdest 83 you've ever seen do you know off the top of your head um actually i saw one on the on an episode of friends the other day they were playing poker and of course the two cards i think it was rachel or joey that they held up was an eight and a three and it was right next to each other so just a simple simple and then example. she looked directly at the camera and said murder your family yeah <laughs> <laughs> Show me, I can hear you. It's is it? It's not sinister though. It doesn't have a sinister sense. It has like a connecting sense more than anything. Yeah, and it's it's completely random. I mean, that's the common theme in my family is that you're not looking for it. That you're all completely random. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's it. <laughs> Nick, uh, uh, as I have we... a number in my family. Oh, do you? Yep, sixty nine, dudes. Damn it. See, we why would he? Why do we even need a we don't soundboard? Need a soundboard. You're a human soundboard. I got it. I don't even have how, it on. How does I don't your, even have it queued up? How does Deb feel about the number sixty nine? We don't talk about it. All right. All right. <laughs> I would never 69, bring sixty nine, dudes. <laughs> uh, do I do know my sister thinks that she sees eleven eleven more often than more normal people, but I think that's a normal thing. That that's a common think, thing. People think they see eleven eleven all the time. It's like I look at my it's clock like all the, the time and I see one two three four. Yeah, it's like, like no, it's just twelve thirty four. Or like uh, Jim Carrey in the movie when it's like 11, he's not looking for eleven eleven though. He's looking for eleven twelve because that equals. 23. 23. So there's a lot. Speaking of this movie, I feel like... Uh, yeah, run, just rattle them off. I just want everybody to know all of They spent, I, I would assume, two, two-thirds of the budget on, on trying to match <laughs> like the allegory and making this, making this like appear in pop culture as much as possible. Or make it, make it seem like a coincidence. Number 23 is a W, as in Batman Forever. There's a scene in Carrie underneath the W, at the gate outside of Wayne Mariner. Uh, the dog in the movie is named Ned. N is the 14th letter of the alphabet. E is 5th. D is 4th. 14 plus 5 plus 4 is 23. 23. Uh, numbers on Isaac's car is 0235HJ. H is the 8th letter. J is the 10th. 5 plus 8 plus 10. 23. Murder. Film was released in the U- U.S. on February 23rd, 2007. Number of Walter Sparrow's footlocker, 85307 equals 23. 8 plus 5 plus 3 plus 7. Somebody's watching you. His birthday is February the 3rd. 23. 23. Oh. Wow. Uh, D- DVD contains exactly 23 sh- chapters. <laughs> DVD length is one hour, 41 Chap- minutes, eight chapters. seconds. 14 plus one plus eight is 23. <laughs> at around 23 minutes, the apartment across from the Suicide Blonde is 959. Nine plus five plus nine is 23. Jeez. There's so many 23 connections in this film. It never stops. It never stops stopping. Yeah. Yeah. I've been smoking cigarettes in my my garage for the past week trying to, trying to de- debunk this, and I can't. I just yeah. can't. Yeah, how many cigarettes did he smoke? How many are in a pack of cigarettes? Uh, 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 11 and a half. 24. <laughs> <laughs> but you never smoked the last one, so you always have a leftover ready yeah, to go. Yeah, the leftover one. That's what we all say. That's it, the last cigarette. That's what number 23 is. All right, we did all the trivia. Let's, let's try to do a, a quick and dirty recap. Um, the recap's not difficult, actually. It, it's a... It, um, Guy finds book. Book is about number twenty three and about murdering, being obsessed with it, murdering 
uh, girlfriend and girlfriend's lover getting away with it, framing someone else, living life with this lie. And then finds out it's Guy. Yeah, and then Guy finds out it's an autobiography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. So, yeah, that's it. And then he confesses to the murder, and nothing bad happens. He doesn't even go to jail. Like He, he awaits, get, no, he awaits he, sentencing. He, he did go to jail. But he awaits sentencing, and the judge is going to go light on him, whatever the hell that means for a, for a cold case murder. It means uh, life without parole. <laughs> life on easy street, if you ask life me. Life on easy street. You, you think that he... We'll discuss what his sentencing is. I, I'll read my notes from it. Here are the, all the notes that I wrote down. Detective Fingerling. That was the most memorable <laughs> line is, my name is Fingerling. Yeah. Um, my other note was, how did she read most of that book while she was waiting for him after his dog biting? She, she already knew about the book. Remember this. She didn't. She did, I thought. No, I thought she, the whole no, point was thought, she was behind I, the lie. I thought that she did, meaning why would she bring that into their lives? Because that's the dumbest idea of all time, right? Yeah. Because, But no, she didn't really know until she went to the insane asylum and saw his name on the asylum. See, I thought that, I thought no, this whole time that she, she was out. behind it and that the book was always constantly testing him. Like, if she'd, she'd present the book in some innocuous way and then he'd relapse, and she's waiting on the day for him not to relapse. But that that fell apart with my immediate knowledge. Or or maybe she found out from that psychiatrist, right? She knew he had that connection. Yeah, yeah. Was he the guy that showed up at the at this insane asylum? That's the one. That's that, the weird part. That's the thing that doesn't make any sense if you think about it. It's because how did he know? Because it's the doctor. He was the doctor that was there for the whole entire time. Oh, he was and the so other do- wa- the other him. doctor. Yeah, because oh, he was the wheelchair guy in the hotel. Yeah, the old man. Yeah, the old man. The old man, he knocks over, and he's like, "Who? What's it? What does it mean?" And he goes, "You know what it means." No, 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 that's a different guy. Oh, that I guy, thought that, that was guy that guy. died. That there guy were, died. There were two psychiatrists. There was two psychiatrists. The oh. one that was killed in the the post office, right? Where he was like, <laughs> and then the other guy, the other guy that that he thought she was having an affair with. No, there's a third one. Is no, third that's one? Danny Houston. Yeah, you're thinking of Danny it's, Houston. That's what I thought Danny Houston showed up there, but now you no. put me on to I think I know who it was. It was the guy with the the uh the weird face that was in the wheelchair in the hotel. Who heard number 23 and turned, remember? Uh, and that guy never came back. Uh, he no. he was the guy that had to have showed up at the insane asylum to um to catch her to tell her what happened. But remember, he wrote that book in the hotel. So saying the number 23, like the hotel owners would obviously know who this guy is because he drew all over their walls. Yeah, he would have a pic- his picture up yeah. and he would be like, don't let this Infinite. man stay in our hotel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote literally on everything. I think that's it, it. They just didn't they didn't show it. It had to have been the new psychiatrist that took over for the old one. Or it was just Danny Houston. But how would he know where to go for that? He talked to the old tech. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. This this seems uh this seems like a whole new mystery to me, man. Well, I'll be back in twenty three hours. <laughs> and I'll have it solved. <laughs> uh, favorite favorite quote, Shelby. What were your favorite quotes? Because I I have mine. My quotes are pretty funny. I really enjoyed when he meowed at the dog. Yeah, that was in great. The beginning. That was a classic Jim Carrey. He, and him shutting the door and it catching and him doing some slapstick at the immediately. And I was like, what kind of movie is this? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> 
I really enjoyed when he, when the um, dispatch lady tried to come on to him and she was like, wag your tail at me in the bitch's room. <laughs> I was like, wow, all right, that's a new one. That's a Joel Schumacher line. Like yeah, she, he, in he front of that. everybody, that was, yeah. and, and everybody much. was like weirdly quiet too the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. But the one I connected with the most was <laughs> at the end, no such thing as destin- destiny, only different choices, which, which I do follow. That's that's so you're, I not think a, you're not a fate believer. You're a free choice there. There there. Well, I think fate is a choice. You can leave yourself up to fate and not make a choice. No, nope, everything's determined in my book. Mm, OK, adjustment <laughs> bureau. Um, uh, my favorite quote was uh, when when uh, I think it was the suicide blonde. She said, uh, I'm a bad person. I'll make you a bad. I don't want to make you bad. I don't want to make you bad. And I was like, yeah. No, I hated it. It was that was the worst line. Also, uh, the how many times was the number twenty three said in this movie? It was way more than twenty three, but it was probably like it's a twenty three times nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's an exponent of, of twenty three. Yeah, it's probably two hundred two thousand and three hundred times. Like like when the suicide blonde says twenty fucking three. Yeah, yeah, something like that. And pink. So was red five be why was red five? Because of red number five? Like like the chemical? What do you mean? Red. Red equals five, which is two plus three. They said it multiple times in the movie. Um was red is red um because it's, defi- R, it's, it's definitely R not, plus no, it's definitely not R plus E plus D. No, that's we no, we said Ned. Yeah, Ned was twenty three. Um I think red number five is like the the dye, right? Red red dye number five, and that's where they got that from. This is uh, turning into a conspiracy podcast. I don't know. I'm getting pretty freaked out about it right now. Yeah. I don't know. My I, arms. I don't have give anything. me a pen. I don't have anything. Give me a pen. <laughs> um, what's your so so while we're while we're trying to keep our sanity? Uh, what's your most for real moment of this entire movie, Nick? Hmm. Um, the last 25 minutes. I'd say so. I'd say the, the ending and the twist is just the, the most batshit thing in, in my head that I can think of. Uh, Shelby, do you have a, do you have a for real moment? Like what's the worst or the most like WTF moment in this film? Maybe all the sex scenes? Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, all the, all the book, I guess it was noir so it was like kind of be, kind of supposed to be like that, but it just wasn't like. It was just really bad. It was just a lot of black and a lot of red. And I feel like the majority of the time you're just staring at Jim Carrey's ass and watching it go up and down. It's like, what is that? Thanks for that. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> it's like Jim Carrey trying to be edgy with his with his sex scenes. Um, I highly recommend don't watch I Love You Philip Morris because there's a lot of there's a lot of Jim Carrey sex scenes in there. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Red five is a uh, chemical. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. Sounds right. Yep. Cool. What's the relevance? <laughs> That's just where people get red equals five from. There's some. There's something behind that. Um, all right. So, Shelby, who made it work for you? Who did not work for you in this film? I felt like the son made it work for me because he was feeding, Logan Lerman. Yeah, he was feeding into his father's like, you know, craziness. Yeah, the he teen, was, the teen angst. Yeah, feeding deep into that and like. Not not believing in mom and yeah I got that Logan Lerman uh, uh, uh famous now for Hunters Amazon uh, Prime original which is w- another reason why it's relevant for this podcast 
Logan Lerman. He's on the up and coming list. Number one in your hearts and number two in your wallets. Sure. Who didn't work for you, Shelby? Who? Oh, he was the main kid in Perks. That's what I remember. Perks now. being a wallflower? Perks being a wallflower. Who didn't work? I'm not sure. But I was feeling the wife with the black hair. Where she had black Rona hair. Mitra. Yeah. Oh. Or wait, which wife? Virginia, Virginia Madsen. Yeah. yeah. Virginia, she had black Virginia hair. when she had black hair. When not Virginia when she, yeah, was not blonde. when it was the blonde. other, the different girl, the, the Laura. Suicide girl. No, Laura, the one that died. Yeah. The one that he murdered. Laura Tollins. Yeah, Laura Tollins. Yeah. Who was a different actress. Yeah, totally different actress. Yeah. Uh, Nick, who, who worked for you who didn't? Um, I'm going to have to go with your boy. No, I'm going with my boy, Danny Houston. He worked for you. <laughs> he always works for me. He always works. He, he just had, works. Oh, actually, no, he wasn't bad enough. He didn't work for me. You know what? I'm changing it. Actually, you know what? Back to the original option. Danny Houston worked for me. Um, who didn't work for me? Virginia Madsen. Yeah, she wasn't. She wasn't, wasn't very good, good for something. She just some wasn't reason. very good. I, I was, thought she was better. I thought she was a better actress too. Yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey actually, you know, it's just hard to watch him play. He he didn't really you can never take him seriously. They didn't know which tone. Yeah, no. I could only take him seriously in a in a comedic movie where there's a dramatic scene. And yeah, or like a drama with like a hint of you know realness or sadness. He doesn't play like scary drama well. I don't even know what dramatic movie he's he's good in, like let alone tolerable. Do you have one? Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> well, Eternal Sunshine. <sighs> Eternal Sunshine's dramatic and it's like it's a dramedy. Uh, and it's sad. It's a dramedy. No. <laughs> You're wrong. Okay, it's not. It's a dramedy. It's not a dramedy. Totally is a dramedy. Is that an actual do, category? Do you, yeah. Do you laugh? Dramatic comedy. Do you laugh all the time in that like, movie? Uh, no. Like, uh, not a drama. No, but I don't laugh all the time in fucking, uh, uh, what's the Christmas movie that everybody fucking loves? The British movie. British Christmas movie. Come on, guys. Love Actually. Love Actually. That's a dramedy. Because that has dramatic moments as well as comedic moments. That's not a dramedy. <laughs> that totally is a dramedy. What would, are you talking about? I would call that a rom-com. A rom-com. Yeah. No, because there's not all, not all of it's about romance. Romance. Eternal Sunshine, American science fiction romantic drama. It's called Love Actually. Wow. Yeah, but just because it has fucking love in it, don't make it a rom-com. Hmm. Agree to disagree. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> who worked for me? Uh, Jim Carrey. Who didn't work for me? Virginia Madsen. Okay, uh, replace an actor with an animal. I pick Bud Court and replace him with an elder spider monkey, and you and you pretty much have uh, Bud Bud Court. Nick, who do you got? I'm replacing Danny Houston with with an animal that does that evil like a uh, smirk thing. I know we know what animal I'm talking about. It you has the dramatic gopher. Oh no, I'm thinking more eyebrows. What's an animal with an eyebrow where it goes like? Uh, it's one of those. Uh, it's one of those exotic uh, primates. I know what you're talking about. Uh, I hope it's not a primate because we always go that way. I think it might be like um, some sort of horse. <laughs> a palomino. <laughs> a palomino. I'm gonna replace Danny Houston, Danny with, Houston. A, with a palomino. If anybody can be replaced with a horse, it's Danny Houston because yep. that man is a horse. <laughs> uh, make it fresh, Shelby. Do you know how to make this movie fresh in any way? So people would want to watch it? Yeah. Or <laughs> so you would want to watch it. Like you would want to rewatch it again if. 
I felt like finding the number 23 was very forced. So if there, if there were more examples where it was just kind of thrown in your face versus like, well, this plus this is 23. Mm. I, That's That was my biggest thing with it. Well, she even says it like only one time, which definitely isn't enough for this movie where she was like, it could equal this or this. Like you're just choosing for it to equal 23. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it basically forced the, the concept down your throat. You didn't really want that. Um, that was the worst part of this movie. That was the most ridiculous part of this movie. Make it fresh. Give me a new director. I feel like a new director could could actually uh, work uh, with this film. David Fincher. Yeah, David Fincher. Fincher would fuck this movie up. A little bit of... Uh, He'd uh, also make Jim Carrey go completely insane. Who directed Black Hawk Down? Michael Bay. No, he didn't. Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott could, could run with this movie. Now it's time for the... Top five. Top five. We're doing top five superstitions. I originally had conspiracies. Very superstitions. Yeah, we're Stevie Wonder. We need that licensing, right? I'm only a little stitious. I'm not superstitious. I'm, uh, I'm, what, what's super? I'm substitious. Mm. Or I'm Swedish-stitious. Superstitious. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, top five superstitions. Uh, some of the ideas that, uh, that I wrote down, feel free, to, feel free to copy them. Black cat, crossing your path. Walking under ladders, spilling the salt, stepping on cracks, shattering mirrors, saying Macbeth, uh, bad looks, bad luck always comes in threes, luggy rabbit's foot, knock on wood, triple sixers way. Uh, yelling in the mirror. Oh, and then, yeah, yeah, Bloody Mary or Bloody Mary. Yeah, so I was trying to remember Bloody Mary. I know Candyman's the other version, but, but my the OG, just... the OG is uh, Bloody Mary for me. Uh, so, so we're going to go uh, just around the horn here, starting with our illustrious guest, Shelby. No particular order. Did you mention Penny picking up a penny? No, oh. but, but mention that. Okay, so, I mean, the superstition for me for a penny is if it's heads up, then it's good luck to yourself. If it's tails, then you have to hand it off to someone else, and it's good luck for them. Dang, I didn't even know about that. I didn't know the tails part. I thought you just leave it if it's tails. Maybe it's different for everyone. Tail it off to, tail off to someone else's bad luck. Here, have this bad luck, you shit. Yeah, if it's tails, I just eat it. And I'm like, no, I'm worth a cent. Sure, sure. Nick, go ahead. I'm not worthless anymore. Uh, my number five superstition is not stepping on the foul line in baseball. Was oh, that a thing? The, Even the when you're playing best baseball? The chalk. Even when you're playing baseball, you're not allowed to step on the chalk? No, it's just when you come on the field and when you leave the field, you don't step on the first baseline or the third baseline. You just always jump over oh, it. Oh, no wonder all my Little League teams lost. Yeah, you always jump over it. Always yeah. jump over the line. That's oh, why you, you always see pitchers jump over the line. See, I'm a, I'm a line stepper. I'm a big line stepper. You are a line stepper. Habitual line stepper. That's what you are. Well, that's what they tell me. That's why you deserve a nice punch in the face. Uh, speaking of stepping on lines, uh, stepping on cracks. Damn it. <laughs> that's my number five. That's that's an easy one. Uh, uh, Lamb of Four Time really taught me uh, break to, your mother's to stay, back. stay yeah. away from that. Don't Shelby. break your mother's back. Shelby, what you got for number four? <laughs> um, for knocking over salt, is it a thing? Spill the salt. Yeah, is it a thing for everyone to toss it over the shoulder? Toss you? it over your left shoulders, right. or else it's very right, bad luck. Your right shoulder. No, left shoulder. Is that true? It's on Dumb and Dumber. I don't know. Uh. I thought it was toss over your left shoulder. Oh, I thought it was right. Shoulder. Nick, what's your number four? No wonder you've had a string of bad luck recently. Uh, my number four is probably for the clovers. Shout out to Leprechaun. The episode of Leprechaun, I think uh, four-leaf clovers are genetic mutations that we need to like. I'm a leprechaun, my dear. <laughs> but of course. But of course. My number four is uh, saying Macbeth in a, in a theater. 
uh, uh, I think that's stupid. Oh, you're a big theater guy. Big theater guy, but I'm against uh, theater superstitions, like saying break a leg or whatever. Like I'll include the Macbeth thing. I think it's dumb, but I appreciate it because it's it's lasted so long. I like break a leg. Break a leg's fine. Just don't just say Macbeth. Oh, the Macbeth's playing. Oh, I'm gonna go see the Macbeth play. What do they say instead? They say the Scottish play. I'm gonna go watch the Scottish play. Or I'm oh. gonna go watch the Shakespeare play. Well, I, I learned something. Oh, you didn't know that. Let me call my mom. Yeah, it's a big thing. Hey, mom. Good news. Yeah. I know the whole time, right? Okay. Bye. Love you. Uh, um, a family's <laughs> superstition. Oh, another family one for your number three. Yeah. Um, Eight plus three is 11. 11 times two is 22. Plus one is 23. There you go. There you go. Um, for us, it's a full moon. We all tend to have weird dreams on full moons. That explains why you're so refined. Yeah, and so oily. <laughs> Sorry, I had to squeeze that one in somehow. Uh, full moons is a great Full super- moon dreams. Interesting. Full moons in general are very good uh, superstition stuff. Yeah, like, I mean. I like that a lot of things happen on full moons. Yeah. Yeah, one time my brother and my sister even had like a, a similar dream about Dracula on a full moon night. So it's definitely something that runs in our family. Uh, remind me to buy some garlic for for a bedroom door and for. Can I pick that dog? <laughs> Get up, baby dog. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nick, what's your number three? <laughs> wow, love that. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, knocking on wood. Oh, knocking on wood, so nice. The tale is old as time. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. Yeah, see that? That's real. Hello. Wood. That's real pine. That's real pine. Yeah. My number three. We're at number three. Right? And then you, when you knock on somebody's head. Yeah, when you're saying when you're, knock when on you're, wood. When your dad's like knock on wood and he knocks on your head and you're uh-huh. like, Dad, what do you do that for? And he's, he's like, just, You're you're an idiot. Yeah, because you're a blockhead. <laughs> uh, oh, classic dad. Hopefully, you call me back sometime. Hopefully, you're listening to this. It's a cry for help. Uh, number three, cat crossing your path. That's that's you can't beat that. Not that's, black cat. That even works in sports. That even works in sports times. Shelby, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is bad luck coming in threes. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know this was a big thing. I was just yeah. about death. I thought death came in threes. Oh, you always wait for the third thing. Hmm. That's what, that's how they get you. I yeah, never pay attention. Especially after the second time it happens, you're like, "All right, what's wh- who's gonna throw something at me?" So next? like I break, so like I break my leg like twice. I'm just waiting for the third time for for it to break again. Right. Yeah, I was mm. I always did it as like the uh, ba- three bad things happen in a day. So like she breaks up with you, and then your work is like, yeah, you don't need to come in ever again. You're fired, and then you're like, wow, what's the third thing gonna be? Well, you ain't got no legs, Lieutenant Dane. Maybe, who knows? Nick, you got a, you got a, you got a two. Yep. Um, my number two is rally caps. Also baseball related. Baseball is very superstitious. Ooh, sport. I like the rally cap idea. Wearing a rally cap. I love the idea that you can flip a hat inside out and uh, all of a sudden almost work. You're gonna, cha- <laughs> you're gonna change. You're changing up the the juju, the vibe. It almost works. Love it. Yeah, it almost works. Um, my number two. Uh, good old, good old triple sixers. Fuck yeah, devil. Yeah, brothers. <laughs> yeah. Six, six. Six. Yeah. Six, six, six. 
the mark of the beast. No, that sorry, that's my metal uh, shout out. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was the stupidest superstition of all time, and I'm fully for it. Yeah, like, six 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 plus seven is twenty three, dude. Yeah, especially when I when I read that uh, one obscure article in a metal magazine where it said actually six 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 isn't the appropriate uh, translation for the Dead Sea Scrolls. The devil's number is actually six nine six, so six 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 just the irrelevant number. So I just justified me to use six 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 that much well, more. Well, the beginning of the real devil's number sounds pretty nice. Mm, yeah. I know, I know. Six nine six, nice, 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 nice. Uh, Shelby, you got a number one superstition. Uh, number one superstition is my own. I have this weird thing about a coin that I found one time outside of my car, and anytime this coin is not in one of my one of the cars I'm overseeing or chaperoning, something fucking random happens to the car. So, prime example, I had my brother's car walked out in the morning and the tire was flat had my mom's car the air bladders on her shocks somehow magically you know gave out um what else my dad's truck versus a tree and a loading dock you know now i have the coin in our car and hopefully everything's gonna go well what kind of coin? What kind of coin is it? Oh, I, I've heard you've told me about this coin yeah. before. I remember now. I think it's a praying coin because you can tell like part of it is rubbed off. But the weirdest thing for me is like I opened my door one day and it was literally right where I would have put my foot. So for whatever reason, this coin found me and I'm keeping it. And then it was like, hey, number 83. <laughs> Please don't break my car. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nick, what's your number one superstition? Uh, I'm a little freaked out right now. My number one superstition, the one that's the most super, is probably... Um, I did my waiting! I think I'm going to go sports again, because that's where a lot of my stitions live. Wow. Uh, my favorite superstition, this is my favorite, is after you have a birdie on the golf course, you have to drink liquor. Birdie juice. Otherwise, bad luck. Never knew that. Well, it's it's a family station, but I think it's out there for for most of the people that are um, borderline, you know, have drinking problems. Just amazing. Um. Okay. Well, there's that. Uh, my number also, one. Also, if you don't, if you have a birdie, you don't tee off before the the guy that had the birdie. That's bad luck too. Yeah, shouldn't the guy with the best? What? Well, well, wait, yeah, wait, wait, technically whoa, the whoa, rules. Whoa. Technically the rules. What if a guy has an eagle? That guy goes first. Yeah, but he's teeing off before somebody who had a birdie. It's a big birdie. You know, eagle, it's bigger than a bird. Yeah, I get that, but it's still not a birdie. I'll show you a big birdie. Yeah, there wow. you go. Uh, my number one is is thing that I, that I hold true to this day is, is for sure um, whenever you move into a new place, which we didn't do, by the way, so I'm kind of unnerved here. Oh. Uh, light some sage. Sage it. Like you gotta light some sage in the new in the new place. Exercise the demons. Hell yeah, brother. Um, you just want to put positive uh, and neutral vibes into the into the establishment. Take all the negative vibes in. Uh, put it all out. Let the spirits know that that you're that you're that you're there for them, and you're not there for they're not there for you. That was ominous. I'm always superstitious that I always uh, if if my team's winning, don't change the don't change your outfit. You don't change your outfit if uh, if you if you're winning the series. You wear the same outfit you were wearing. The Kyle's team. adamant about even staying in the same seat. Uh, yeah, shout out to Kyle, which who, is unsanitary and against COVID rules. Yep, there he goes. 
Time for the game portion of the evening. Yeah, let's get a little gamey here before we wrap it on up. Superstitious movie. Uh, give me your superstition movie, shall we? Pitch us a movie that includes a weird superstition. It, it can and blah, 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 blah. it can include your family superstition, or it can be a famous one. All right, here we go. It's a full moon. The family preps for a wild night of dreams and night terrors. Little do they know that they will never wake up. Whoa, it's a night terror movie where like night terrors are real? Like, what's going on there? And that their superstition is, is going to eventually kill them. Dang. So it's like you don't know if it's real or not. It could be in their heads, but it ain't in their heads. Wow, I like that. There we go. I like the mystery. I like the allure. What you got, brother? Mine's a uh, mine's about a black cat that uh, crosses your path, but every time it crosses, it's always like, "Hey, what's up?" And then you're like, and then it's actually a slapstick comedy, so people fall down a lot after. Uh, so, so, so it's a cat crossing your path, being crossed with you. Yeah. Wow. Actually, no new new idea. Um, this one's about a, a very bad luck boy and a good luck girl. And then they meet, and they kiss, and then it switches. And so she's been lucky her whole life, and he's been unlucky. But now he starts getting some luck, so like things are turning his way. And then she realizes that things are finally not going her way, and she finds him. they got to figure out how to switch the luck back. It should probably um, star Lindsay Lohan and Chris Pine. That would be my first two choices. <laughs> Sounds like Freaky Friday 2. Yep. Oh, is that what it was? No. Oh, you're pitching this Freaky Friday too. The, the your luck has run out. Yep. Oh, okay. With a spin of hot chick. Chris Pine wasn't in hot chick. No. What was he in? He was in a movie called Just My Luck <laughs> from 2006. <laughs> I was wondering what the Chris Pine <laughs> connection was. Um, okay. Not a good movie. Not a good movie. Featured he worked Kinder. in a bowling alley though. Oh wow! All right. Well, that's good to know. My movie is going to be. Um, I'm back with my cat idea, the one where the cat just says, wow. Um, he says, wow, like Christopher Walken or like uh, Owen Wilson instead of meow. So, and people just wonder what that wow. is. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. So people are like, is that cat saying meow or wow? <laughs> wow. Um, gentleman's at an estate sale, purchases an uh, uh, antique mirror, figures it's uh, one of those old timey mirrors that still has silver and, uh, and mercury within, uh, within the mirror. Uh, glass itself so he buys it for scrap uh just to take home takes home and notices that uh whenever he holds it in a certain position he can see somebody it's not him someone else sits behind him next to him above him all around um he decides that the mirror's curse breaks the mirror but that's when the real chaos starts Shattered, shattered glass. Yeah, it's like Mirror, Bam. Mirror, that movie with uh, Julia Roberts. Yeah, sure. The the, the <laughs> snow. I was gonna say Mirror, Mirror. I was like, wait, that's the Snow White movie. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's a it's a Mirror, and he breaks the mirror, and even more bad luck happens to him. Well, I'm gonna watch the uh, I'm gonna watch the Moon movie where people die. Moon? Actually, no, it sounds too scary, moon? Shelby. I'm not gonna watch. Oh, it. Night Terrors. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not Night, gonna watch it. Night movie. Terrors, the film. Yeah, that seems too real. Yeah, I'm gonna watch Steven's movie. You know, that's pretty scary. I'm gonna watch my movie. Yeah. Where the Shelby, what movie are you going to watch? Wow, is it meow? I'm going to watch next movie. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> what is wrong with That's you? That's pretty great. This podcast is fucking over. <laughs> Final thoughts about number 23. Uh, I'm actually. Brother, this guy stinks. 
I'm glad I watched it. I'm hope I'm also glad I don't have to watch it every Glad again. you got rid of it, right? It's it's I'm glad it's, it's a, off the table. Glad you got it out of your system. Glad sort of it's movie. off the table. Glad yeah. we did a Jim Carrey movie. And it's a bad, bad one. Not yeah, as yeah, bad yeah. as what we're gonna do in the future. Dark crimes. Yeah, good old dark crimes. But we're gonna get into that. Um but yeah, number twenty three, just bad. Just a, just don't know why it was made. I really do not know why this movie was made. Like this is the this is the no, big the question. concept is the concept makes sense, but there's no way that it, you it, it it it'd be a good short film. I feel like Joel Schumacher like stood behind this movie. And was like, you're gonna give me a hundred million dollars to make this movie. And they're like, we'll give take you twenty three million. Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, damn it, you got me again. Well, I guess I'll take it. You guys swindled me again. Um, <laughs> Shelby, what are your final thoughts on this film? My final thoughts is now that I now every time we see the number eighty three. Yeah. You will no longer have the right to say, oh, you should watch that movie, the number 23. Yeah, I know. I'm glad we got this out of our system. That's, that's true. That's another thing to, that to resonate with that. Now I'm just going to say, hey, Shelby, remember that movie, twenty number 23? Was he obsessed <laughs> with that number and you watched it? Yeah, it's just like that. Was it better than the Big Green? Hell no. Nope. Definitely not. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, um, re-rate it. I'm going to re-rate it 1%. Oh. That's, I was 1% interested in this movie. Well, if you take your 1% and add my 22%, you know, that equals 23. I'm giving it a 22% because it's going to drive them crazy. I didn't give them the extra 1% to make it 23. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Real Recos, Nick, what do you got? Your blurb. What's your personal blurb? Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I got a blurb for this movie. Uh, 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 let this conspiracy theory die on the vine. Like a tomato. Uh, mine is 23 and not for me. <laughs> I've been waiting the whole he podcast. Hopefully you it. stuck around for that one. I'm in Psychoville and Finkel's the mayor. Where's Dan Marino? He is long left this conversation because this has been Real Rotten. This has been the number 23, episode 83. Want to thank our guest, Shelby, for joining us. Um, uh, thank you, Shelby. Oh, hey, Shelby, what's your Shelby. any recommended shows or podcasts or music that you're listening to that you want to recommend to our listeners? We just watched the TV show Devs. We just watched Devs. Oh, did you finish it? Yeah, yeah. we finished Devs. Yeah, it's pretty good. did you enjoy it? It's pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, pretty wild stuff. Okay, I'm gonna have to go do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I finished uh, Noah Hawley's book. Oh, uh, before before the fall. How was before the uh, fall? Pretty good, easy little fun mystery read. But was the what did you didn't watch the movie though, right? Wait, that's a different movie. That's a different movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why that movie did. No, so that bad. movie. Did you see that movie? No, I've seen I, the movie. It's weirdly engrossing. I would actually Shelby would probably like it with Anne Hathaway. No, 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 different. No, it's about what a teen. It's after the, it's called after the fall, and it's about a teen. Oh, so who, he does before the fall and after the fall. No, he's not part of after the fall. Oh. After the fall is just a movie with the same name, kind of that he directed. But it, no, he has nothing to do with it. I thought he had some everything to do with. it. I don't think. I so. thought he just directed a movie. It's about a girl who um, dies over and over. Oh, that's the movie. Okay, that's called after the. I fall. thought it was before I fall. Oh, it could be that. Yeah. I don't know. But I've seen it, and it's actually not bad. I watched a rom-com on Netflix that you would like. Uh, Happy Anniversary. Happy Anniversary? Yeah. That's pretty that. good. He did Lucy in the Sky. That's the one with uh, Zazie Beetz and Natalie Portman. That's the movie that did real bad. Oh, Zazie Beetz. 22%. That's a future contender. Our oh, guy, cool. Noah Hawley. Uh, my, real com- blah, blah, blah. my real recommendation... Um, Oh, yeah, watch the last dance. Yeah, we already recommended. Well, yeah, it. watch the last dance. I watched episode one. I haven't seen episode two, but I know it's going to be just as good as episode one, if not better. There you go. So there, there we have it. 
Thank you, Shelby, for joining us. This has been episode 83, the number 23. Yeah. That's been Nick Lyons. Yeah. I've been Steven Ramirez. You know what we always say? Keep it real. Keep, keep it in your pants. Keep it real.